Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Mostly cloudy to cloudy skies this morning, but our temperature is starting out on the higher side. Low to mid-40s across the area, and there is a touch of fog, some patchy fog around the area. With south to southwesterly winds, we'll see our temperatures later today in the lower to upper 60s. A couple of morning showers, too, on tap up until 1 p.m., but lots of dry hours for the afternoon and evening. And then rain for Sunday morning up until about 1 to 2 p.m., a cooler day in the lower 50s. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 45 degrees in Washington at 259. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Saturday morning. We've made it to the weekend, everybody. Welcome in. February 10th. I'm Dean Blaine. Coming up, a quadruple local shooting in D.C. leaves one man dead, three others injured. Also, two men arrested in connection to the shooting of a two-year-old boy in Prince George's County. I'm Matt Koufax. Campaign 2024. A big political name has entered the Maryland U.S. Senate race. I'm Mitchell Miller. Today on The Hill. On the plan to move the Camps and Wizards to Virginia. I'm comfortable with where we are on the process. I'm Nick Einelli. It's 3 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Eric Rubin. A Russian drone attack today killed seven civilians, including three children, in Ukraine's city of Kharkiv. Friday, President Biden discussed aid to Ukraine as the White House tried to control the damage from the special counsel's comments about his age and memory. CBS's Willie James Inman. President Biden welcomed German Chancellor Olaf Scholz to the White House to discuss the war in Ukraine. You've done something no one thought could get done. You've done Germany's military aid to Ukraine this year, and it's really important. The meeting comes one day after special counsel Robert Herr questioned the president's mental fitness in a report about his handling of classified documents. Herr declined to seek charges, saying Mr. Biden would likely present himself to a jury, as he did during our interview with him, as a sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. And the White House calls those comments wrong on the facts and politically motivated. Two people are dead after a plane landed on a busy highway during rush hour in southwest Florida. CBS's Manuel Bajorquez reports that the NTSB is leading the investigation into what went wrong. A private jet crashed into the southbound lanes of Interstate 75 near Naples, Florida, sending a massive fireball into the air. Lost both engines, emergency. I'm making an emergency landing. Eyewitnesses along the crowded highway captured the aftermath. The plane engulfed in flames. The wreckage slammed up against the highway barrier. Emergency crews rushed to the scene, closing the interstate in both directions. The Big Island of Hawaii was rattled by a 5.7 magnitude earthquake. The U.S. Geological Survey's Mike Poland. Hawaii, like many places, is earthquake country. And this sort of event hopefully serves as more motivation for people to be prepared, not just on the island of Hawaii where we see a lot of this seismicity, but really statewide. The Los Angeles area also saw an earthquake on Friday. It was centered in the mountains north of Malibu. Israel's prime minister is planning a new offensive against Hamas in southern Gaza. CBS's Deborah Panna reports from Jerusalem. National Security Spokesman John Kirby says a military operation in Rafah would be a disaster for the Palestinians who've sought refuge there. And it is not something the U.S. would support. 
The CDC says it's not too late to get a flu shot if you haven't already. The flu is spreading in some areas, especially in the Midwest. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. WTOP at 303. Good Saturday morning. We made it to the weekend, everybody. February 10th, 2024. Mostly cloudy throughout the day today with some scattered spotty showers. Veronica said the high should be 62 to 67. 45 in Washington right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. Among the top stories we're following for you as we roll into this 3 a.m. hour Saturday morning together on WTOP. Breaking news on WTOP. Locally, this Saturday morning, one man is dead. Three others are in the hospital this hour after being shot in northeast D.C. Now, it happened on Rom Street last night in the Trinidad neighborhood around 10 p.m. Friday. They say this morning one of the victims in the case was found inside a building while another was found outside. Two other men were injured as well in the same shooting incident and went to the hospital on their own, apparently. What we do know is that four people were shot, one person is deceased, three others have not like frequent injuries at the hospital. That's, that's all we have right now currently. We're going to canvas for witnesses. Violent Crimes Branch is going to be doing the investigation, and uh, hopefully we'll get more evidence and facts as uh, the night rolls on. That is 5th District Commander Sylvan Altieri this morning. WTLP at 304, arrest made in connection in another case with the murder of a two-year-old boy just this week in the Langley Park area happened on Thursday. Prince George's County Police said this morning two men in this case are in custody this hour. WTLP's Matt Koufax has more for us. That two-year-old, Johnny Pucaceras, and his mother were caught in the crossfire, Assistant Police Chief Vernon Hale says. These are the cases we lose sleep over. 33-year-old Israel Fuentes and 28-year-old Johnny Tercios of Lewisdale are charged with first and second degree murder. Police say there were two other individuals with Fuentes and Tercios who were driving around in a stolen SUV when they got out and started shooting at another group of people. It does appear to be a shootout between two groups for unknown reason. Police say they're still looking for two others that were in that stolen car and want to talk to the people who were getting shot at. No motivation is clear right now. We'll never forget these cases because children are not supposed to die. In Prince George's County, Matt Koufax, WTOP News. Police this Saturday morning asking members of the community to speak up if they know anything about this shooting incident. They stress community cooperation in this case was instrumental making these two arrests so far. WTOP at 305. Talk politics on WTOP Saturday morning, campaign 2024, a major political development in Maryland locally. Former two-term Republican Governor Larry Hogan makes it official. You know, one time he mulled over running for the White House. He is now officially running for U.S. Senate. WTOP Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller today on the Hill Saturday morning. My fellow Marylanders, you know me. Hogan served two terms as governor, a Republican who prides himself on cutting through partisanship in a majority Democratic state. For eight years, we proved that the toxic politics that divide our nation need not divide our state. Hogan speaking in a video he released on X. He'll seek the GOP nomination that already includes more than a half dozen Republican candidates. On the Democratic side, Maryland Congressman David Trone and Prince George's County Executive Angela Alsobrooks are the top candidates seeking to replace retiring Senator Ben Cardin. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. 
WCOP at 306. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser still urging monumental sports owner Ted Leonsis to keep the two teams in downtown D.C. At a Washington Post op-ed, the mayor says the $500 million deal the city offered to Leonsis is his best option for the future of the team. She also says that deal would mean that Monumental can avoid any broken promises, breached leases, or potential litigation to distract from building the most valuable regional sports company. And while Mayor Bowser is casting doubts this weekend on whether or not the proposed arena for the Caps and Wiz in Northern Virginia will ever cross that finish line, Ted Leonza says... He feels pretty good about where things stand right now. The owner of the Caps and Wiz sat down with WCOP to talk about the latest political developments surrounding this issue right now. To say democracy sometimes isn't pretty, I'm comfortable with where we are on the process. That's how Ted Leonsis is feeling right now, as his plan to move the Caps and Wizards to Virginia still needs to be approved by the Alexandria City Council and the Virginia General Assembly. Dozens of Alexandria residents who are opposed to the plan traveled to Richmond this week to lobby lawmakers against it. Leonsis tells WTOP. It's a very, very passionate group of residents. You know, I take all of the conversations and discussions uh, very seriously. Some of the main concerns from residents center around transportation and added traffic congestion that would come along with a new arena in the area. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Good Saturday morning. It's the weekend, everybody. We've made it February 10th, 2024. Welcome in. Thanks for starting it with us here at WTOP. The time is 3.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Driving good weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Robert Workman with us this early Saturday morning in the WTOP Traffic Center. Good morning. Had a crash on the outer loop of the Beltway just before the Woodrow-Wilson Bridge in the local lanes between Telegraph Road and Route 1. That's out of the way now and completely gone. Nothing left to see. You just have to take my word for it. All of your lanes are open. The pace is good over towards Ale- uh, from Alexandria over towards uh, Oxon Hill. Headed through southeast. You're in good shape as you uh, head up 295. Not much to worry about towards 695 and onto the westbound southeast-southwest freeway past the 3rd Street Tunnel. If you stay with northbound 295, you're going to encounter delays in northeast. North of Benning Road, work zone in both directions along uh, DC 295, Kenilworth Avenue, between Eastern Avenue and Burroughs Avenue as they install a new pedestrian overpass through there. You're down to just one lane of traffic squeezing by each way. They vary which lane it's going to be, uh, and occasionally they stop all traffic to reposition some of their equipment. So uh, they're going to be out there for another couple of hours. They plan on being done by 5 o'clock this morning. New York Avenue is the prime alternate, and that's looking just fine through the traffic lights so far. Baltimore, Washington, Parkway between the district line and the Beltway looks good and continuing on out towards Laurel. No issues around the outer loop over through College Park and Silver Spring. I-95 and I-270 coming down towards the Beltway. You should find all of those lanes open. Police still have the westbound lanes of the Whitney Young Bridge on East Capitol Street closed for accident investigation as you head towards RFK Stadium. The WTOP newsroom is furnished by Regency Furniture. Shop Regency for the best dining, living room, and bedroom sets plus brand name mattresses. Regency Furniture, affordable Never look so good. I'm Robert Workman, WTOP Traffic. Expect overcast skies here early this morning. There'll be a few spotty showers around the area and maybe a touch of fog. But temperatures, wow, on the milder side, 40 to 45 degrees. And pretty warm for your Saturday afternoon as temperatures rise to the lower and upper 60s across the area. Chance of additional showers 9 a.m. till 1 p.m. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 45 degrees in our nation's capital brought to you this 3 a.m. Saturday morning on WTOP by Longfence. Save 25% on Longfence decks, pavers, and fences. 
Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. WTOP Saturday morning at 310, where we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past each hour on TOP. Jeff Playball with us this early hour to wrap your business week. Bethesda Magazine has been sold to Today Media, owner of other magazines in Delaware, Maine, and New York. Ron Rivett, who co-founded Super 8 Motels, has died. He was 83 and lived his entire life in South Dakota. New York furniture store Fortunoff is opening stores in Falls Church, Woodbridge, and Sterling. The original opened in 1922. The S&P 500 index rallied 29 points Friday. That's a half percent. It closed above 5,000 for the first time. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. A conversation between Tucker and Putin. That's next on WTOP 311. Good morning. The savings rock when you find a new way to roll, like sharing the ride to work. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others who live and work near you. It's easy and free. Plus, you can get cash and other rewards for carpooling, up to $600 a year. Get rolling on a new way to work with Rideshare. Register today at commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. That's commuterconnections.org. Some restrictions apply. I really messed this one up. What's wrong? Valentine's Day. I procrastinated and now I'm stuck. It's easy. Dominion Jewelers. I thought they only had custom jewelry. Oh, they are amazing at custom design, but also have a gorgeous selection of bracelets, earrings, and unique handcrafted jewelry. The best part is the perfect gift is ready to wrap today. Handcrafted custom design jewelry. Dominion Jewelers. In the heart of Falls Church, we make it beautiful, you make it yours. By appointment only. It's Saturday, February 10th. Welcome into WTLP. Glad you're with us. If you're just joining us, you're waking up to a mostly cloudy sky this early 3 a.m. hour. You might see some spotty showers as we head through the day Saturday. Comfortable. Veronica says the high today should be somewhere between 62 and 67 throughout the region. We're at 45 in our nation's capital right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Blaine. Welcome in. It's 313 on WTOP Saturday. This is WTOP News. Russian President Vladimir Putin has used an interview with former Fox News host Tucker Carlson to urge Washington to recognize Moscow's interest and persuade Ukraine to sit down for talks. Putin also said, apparently, that Russia stands ready to negotiate a potential prisoner exchange that would eventually free Wall Street Journal reporter Evan Gershkovich. He was detained, you may remember, almost a year ago on false espionage charges. This morning, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green explains the timing of this interview. There's an election going to happen later this year. There's a war going on that uh, Russia's not doing well in. There's economic trouble. And there's something that somebody I was speaking to earlier today said that uh, he's like a shark. He senses blood in the water. And he has been watching the dysfunction in the U.S. that's been taking place. And being what he is, which is an old intelligence guy, he is uh, likely looking for a way and an opportunity to leverage what's going on in the U.S. to his benefit. And so all of this right now is likely to try to help his cause in all of those things, an election, the war, economic troubles, and of course, to continue to meddle in U.S. politics. Well, why Tucker Carlson, whose videos are seen on X? Well, 
regardless of what you think of Tucker Carlson, Vladimir Putin views him as sympathetic. Tucker Carlson has said things over over time and over the years that would give one the impression that he does maybe have some areas where he identifies with the way Vladimir Putin thinks. And the one thing is very clear about engaging with the Kremlin. You don't get in there to do an interview, especially these days, unless it's going to be friendly. And if you look at this interview between Putin and Tucker Carlson, it was mostly Putin. The first half an hour, 40 minutes was a lecture. Basically, and then there were situations where Carlson tried to speak and Putin just sort of admonished him. So it looked as though he was controlling him. So this was something that was done on Putin's terms with a person he felt comfortable with, I suppose. And I suppose Tucker Carlson fit the bill. J.J. Putin says he's willing to work out a deal to free the Wall Street Journal reporter. But Russia has been holding another American for more than five years now. You spoke with Paul Whelan over the Christmas holidays, and he expressed deep concern that this very thing would actually happen. He actually did, and he mentioned that on Christmas Eve. One of the very first things he said, I am deeply concerned that the Russians are going to try to strike a deal with the United States to bring Evan Gershkovich home and leave me behind for a third time. And I asked him why he felt that way. And he said, because they've been moving the goalpost the entire time I've been here. He said uh, there was an opportunity early on in his detention where the U.S. could have traded uh, Maria Butina, Victor Boot, and Konstantin Yurchenko for him. President Trump at the time declined to do that. And so he said that they realized that they had something here. So when Brittany Griner and Trevor Reed came into the picture, they moved them ahead of him, considering the fact that they could get something more for him. And that's exactly what he was afraid of, that this kind of scenario would come up. I will say this. The U.S. government has told me they're absolutely not interested in trading one for one. They want to trade for both of them, Evan Gershkovich and Paul Whelan. So we'll have to see how and if this interview makes a difference. WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green talking there with Sean and Ann. Quick look at the top stories early Saturday morning we're following for you. This weekend on WTOP, former Maryland Republican Governor Larry Hogan makes it official, says he is formally entering Maryland's U.S. Senate race. President Joe Biden and the White House Council pushing back this weekend on a special counsel's report this week questioning the president's memory and mental sharpness. Two people are dead after a small plane made an emergency landing on a Florida highway. Keep it here for more in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. My name is Shauna Gray. I am a mother and I am a native Washingtonian. My husband is working and I am taking care of special needs children, which is a task. (laughs) I've always gone to the food bank to make ends meet. Me and my husband, sometimes we won't eat just to make sure that they have an extra meal in their mouths because I want them to do the things that they dream of. One in three of our DMV neighbors faces hunger. Hear their stories at hungerishere.org. Brought to you by the Capital Area Food Bank. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Stomach cancer is often misdiagnosed as acid reflux, indigestion, or an ulcer. Because of this, most stomach cancers are found in late stages when there are little to no options left for treatment. I'm not a health care provider, just a young mother who lost her husband to this cruel disease. If you or a loved one is experiencing persistent symptoms that can be really common, such as heartburn, having trouble swallowing, or indigestion, you should seek help with a gastroenterologist as soon as possible. You can also contact nostomachforcancer.org for more information. 
Coming right up this half hour in the 3 a.m. hour Saturday morning after traffic and weather. Thousands of us got burned by scammers last year. I'm Neil Loggenstein. It's Saturday, February 10th. Welcome into WTLP at 318. Traffic and weather on the 8s. And when it breaks, over to Robert Workman first this morning in the WTLP Traffic Center. Construction project in Northeast on Kenilworth Avenue, DC 295. They're working in both directions this morning, putting in a new pedestrian overpass between Burroughs Avenue and Eastern Avenue. And as a result, you're down to just one lane at most getting by both northbound and southbound along DC 295. Occasionally, they do stop all traffic to reposition some of their equipment. Northbound delays begin just north of Benning Road. Southbound, it's slow as you head past Eastern Avenue. So this would affect traffic coming off of Route 50 and the BW Parkway heading into Northeast. Avoid that. New York Avenue is the primary alternate through the traffic lights. That's doing just fine. And that'll work the other way, too. If you're coming up through southeast, you can take 695 over to the 3rd Street Tunnel and take that up to the light at New York Avenue and then come outbound on New York Avenue uh, to continue your trip out towards Chevrolet. On the beltway towards the Woodrow-Wilson Bridge, all is well. Had a crash on the outer loop earlier in Alexandria. That's gone. Southbound on 95, you're okay down towards Woodbridge. Construction along the left side, south of Dale City. As you head down towards 234. It's an alternating lane situation, but they mostly stayed along the left side. Northbound, your lanes are open across the Occoquan River and all the way to Springfield. I'm Robert Workman, WTOP Traffic. We've got a mild weekend ahead of us with temperatures in the 50s and 60s each afternoon. But there will be some showers around the area. Let's start with this morning here. Overcast, patchy fog, and there, there's a chance for a few showers, mainly between 9 a.m. and 1 p.m. today. Temperatures with southwesterly winds will top out in the lower to upper 60s across the area. And additional rain for Sunday, more widespread and more numerous. That rain could last till 2 p.m. with highs topping out in the lower 50s. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. We're at 45 degrees and holding in our nation's capital here at WTLP. Brought to you this time around on your Saturday morning by Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Check them out. Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air. WTLP at 320. Good morning. Slowdowns expected on the American Legion Bridge this morning. We're tracking a big storm expected to hit the Washington region this afternoon. WTOP reports new crash tests could affect your next car decision. Survey shows student absenteeism for DMV area kids is skyrocketing. President Biden and Republican lawmakers announced they're making progress on a potential compromise. I heard it on WTOP News. Facts matter. 103.5 FM. The Washington region, where the news changes faster than a teenager's mood. Hi, Mom. Leave me alone. If you want to keep up, keep checking back with WTOP two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. This is WTOP News. And who police say opened fire on officers during the chase locally as shots in southeast D.C. All happening just before 7 p.m. last night on Bangor Street, we're told, a few blocks away from the Hillcrest Rec Center. D.C. police officers were at the time, we're told, patrolling the area when they stopped to speak to a man who they saw in the courtyard of an apartment building and then ran away into an alley. Officers followed the man and they say he pulled a gun 
and shot at the officers. They returned fire, striking the man. He was taken to a local hospital with non-life-threatening injury. Our officers were conducting proactive policing, which is what I expect them to do. And it's unfortunate that someone assumes that it is okay to shoot at our officers when we're trying to proactively prevent crime in this particular area. We've heard from our community members over and over and over again that they want to see us present in these places. And we are here. Our officers were exactly where we needed them to be, doing exactly what we needed them to do. D.C. Police Chief Pamela Smith, no officers were injured during that incident Friday. Nobody likes getting scammed, right? It's expensive and can be quite inconvenient. Now we're learning a lot of us were scammed, actually, in the past year. Consumers in our area reported losing $13 million to scams in just last year. That reflects almost 6,300 reports of fraud. With an average loss of about $442, says Jay Mansfield of the Federal Trade Commission. Identity theft and impoverishment. Foster scams top the list. The way a consumer would typically come across this, either they get a notification that an account has been opened in their name, or they go to get a credit card and discover that somebody has opened a credit card in their name in the last few months, and they didn't realize that because they didn't do it. If someone claims to be from a government agency and says you need to make a payment with gift cards or cryptocurrency, he says that's always a scam. Neil Augenstein, WTO. New York authorities say an arrest has been made in connection this week to a shooting that happened in Times Square. ABC News senior investigative correspondent Aaron Katursky is in New York with the very latest for Saturday morning. A 15-year-old who police called armed and dangerous has been caught after allegedly shooting a tourist in Times Square. Jesus Figueroa was apprehended in Yonkers less than 24 hours after police say he opened fire on officers and fled. The tourist struck in the leg, telling our station WABC, I leave Brazil, which is a dangerous place, to come here. Now I'm a little scared. The shooting follows the assault on police captured on body camera outside a migrant shelter in Times Square nearly two weeks ago. Sunday's big Super Bowl will have a retro feel for 49ers fans. In 1994, it was when San Francisco last won the Super Bowl. Mike Shanahan was the offensive coordinator. Ed McCaffrey was a wide receiver then. Now their sons, both of them, will be on the field with Kyle Shanahan as the 49ers head coach on Sunday and Christian McCaffrey as the team's star running back. Ed says this morning he and his wife are trying to keep calm and have a positive attitude this weekend like they did when Christian and his brothers first started playing sports. Lisa and I have four boys. We've watched thousands of their games over the years. And in the beginning, you get overly nervous. And at some point, you might get so nervous that you lose the fun of being a parent. And, a, and you're not really helping them if, if you're nervous. So we try to be positive, have good energy. That is Ed McCaffrey on CBS Morning. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP. Sports at 25 and 55. WTOP Sports Time 325. Saturday morning, February 10th. And Frankie's turn this early on. Wizards played pretty well. They fought hard, but in the end, they were outscored 36-16 in the third quarter. That was a difference. Wiz fall at the very good Celtics, 133-129. Corey Kispert had 24 points to lead the way for the Wizards, who are now 9-42. They've lost five straight. Host Philadelphia back home on Saturday night. The commander's trying to fill out all those uh, coaching staff needs, and they apparently have filled one more special teams coach, it's uh, Larry Izzo on board. Izzo had the same job with the Seahawks the last three seasons. Super Bowl Sunday, counting down to the big game from Las Vegas, San Francisco versus Kansas City. Super Bowl 58 from Nevada, 